Play me some Pippin, man. I'm telling you, man, but that shit was lit, though. That shit was a ride, it, though. That shit was lit. I'm telling you, I really was dancing. Uh, what's, what's happening, people? What's up? What's good? What's poppin'? What's tea? Welcome back to another dope-ass podcast. I'm your boy, Brenton Tarantino. And it's me, K-Veta, baby. Hope y'all been well. Hope everything's been going well for you guys. Hope y'all have been well. Hope, Hope everything has been going well. Yep. Boom. What you, uh... No, make sure you guys follow yes. us on our social Thank you. media. Thank you so much. Thank you, because I was about to be like, right. oh, let's get into our shit. Hell Where we nah, yep. fuck that. Yep. Let's, guys, follow us on our social media for the ones that do not sit up and listen to the whole damn show. That's cool. Just make sure you follow us Y'all on social listen. media at... Shit. Instagram is Ada Podcast. Ada Podcast. A D A P O D C A S T. Follow us on our Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast. That's underscore A D A P O D C A S T. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Anywhere where there's podcasts, we're pretty much going to be there. Um, yeah. And that's it. That's that on the yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. How was your weekend? Um, it was cool. I didn't really get into too 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 much. Mm-hmm. Um, wifey was in Costa Rica for her um sister's twenty fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. So me and Ari was at the crib. Um Saturday well Friday I got my windows tinted. Okay. Um Surprising, I guess people was like, damn, you ain't have your windows tinted windows before? No. So, got them tinted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I like the fact that, because I used to, I hate, like, pulling up at a light and if somebody just look over at you when you pull over, I hate when people look at me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just, I hate that. Well, that's um, me. Because I don't give a fuck. I'm looking at anybody. Yeah, I don't, I just, hey! I just, I just, <laughs> I just don't like it. So, it gives me a whole, like... Safe space. I was jigging and everything today, like in front of my guys, and they couldn't even see. <coughs> so, I want my windows tinted too. That shit felt. It felt great to and know. get that bitch mad black. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got that shit uh, tinted, I said, "Oh, I gotta wash my car." I'm telling you, you that gotta shit. always be clean with yeah, that tint yeah. on that thing. Cause the thing, the tint was so dark that it made my car like you can tell that shit wasn't clean. Right. Cause it was so dark that it against my car that dirt was showing up. I was like, oh no, nah, let me go and wash that motherfucker right now. Hell yeah. Well, I washed it the next day because I had to work that night. But uh, <laughs> he washed this shit. That's right. all that matters. Um. Then Saturday. Um. Saturday was my char- my chapter's charter day. So shout out to Pi Alpha. We had our thirty fifth charter day. <coughs> so um so yeah, so we ended up it was a a lot went on. 
It was a lot that went that went out. That, that, that you chilled with the frat. Yeah. So long story short, chill with the frat. We went out to eat. Uh, went to this bar. Good ass food. Um, and yeah, we watched the uh, the the, the all star games. Whatever. So we watched the three point uh, contest. We watched the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Um, then we ended up going to do some guy shit. Yeah, and just like, <laughs> on some real frat bus shit. Then we went to um, the battery. Okay. And I, I've only been... That's over here. Yeah, it was me at Marietta. Well, you know, by SunTrust. Well, we're not... Yeah, SunTrust. Well. I only ever went for uh, a Yelp event, and it was, like, during the daytime, so I never really knew what the nightlife was about, mm-hmm. but it was lit, like, Hell wide yeah, open. them white folks party. Oh, it was very Caucasian. Hell yeah. Hella Caucasian. It's like you, couple sprinkles in the damn salt. That's what it, it really, is. I mean, yeah, it was literally, like, only a couple of niggas that was in there. It's majority. Hey, it, it, it be but, lit, too. But that's the thing, though. It wasn't, like, no, like, no smoke. Like, everybody was in there just having a good old time. Hell yeah. White people was in there just drinking their life away. Uh, uh, they had fucking <coughs> uh, beer pong. Niggas was playing beer pong. <laughs> Niggas I was with got swept. You okay? Y'all excuse me. My allergies are out of control. You got indigestion or something? No, I there. keep coughing. My eyes were watery oh. yesterday. <coughs> but thing. my allergies been acting a fool. You need some throat lozenges. I probably do. But no, seriously, the last time I partied with some white folks, let me tell you what happened. I had a, a white man kissing me. Oh, that's probably why you coughing. You <laughs> You stupid. No. <laughs> that white man was kissing me. He was fine too though, so I didn't even mind it. But then my uh, my other friend that was with me, them they was all on her. Ooh, they was on her. So then, I thought you about to say they lift you up on a cat on a on a Oh, uh, they just want folks getting touching you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They probably would have lift your ass up on a cat mm-hmm. stand. This white man was kissing on me and I was just like, oh, I swear on every time I go somewhere, people always end up kissing on me. People be, if me and Tay go out somewhere, people wife up Tay in the club. They just be standing by a, you know, got they arm around and mm. shit like that. And then for some reason, some people coming up to me kissing on my cheeks and your neck. And I'm like, why people always kissing on me? Like, for real. But these white folks was cool. I enjoyed myself. Right. But yeah, so that, that was a vibe. <clears throat> so it was cool. They had somebody performing, like, renditions of uh, different songs. And it was just like he never slowed down. Like the he DJ? Was, no, well, yeah, like his band and him. I forgot his the group name or whatever. It was some. I oh, this was name. live music. Yeah, it was live music. It was live band, and like it, he just never stopped. Like so, it went from like when the song went on, we couldn't even fucking clap. Two claps before the next song was playing, and it's another box. They was ready. Ready. Like, they were literally nonstop. So, niggas in there, like, vibing. Everybody was in there drunk. You book him for your wedding, huh? He's literally somebody you would book. Yeah, they literally somebody you would book for your wedding. And he was, like, throwing a good, he was having a good-ass time. So, that was cool. Um, Sunday, watched. Sunday really didn't really do much. I made some, um, well, I went to the gym, and I made some, uh, yo, I'm really, trying, I'm really heavy on this gym shit, yo. I'm letting it be known right now. Mm-hmm. Summer, twenty twenty. I'm shirtless all summer. Me too. Like, I'm like, it's it's a wrap. Like, the abs are already forming, pectoral already just tightened up. Every like everything is getting chiseled. I'm letting, but I'm letting people know right now, it's finna be a wrap. Well, my rolls will be out, but I don't give a damn. So <laughs> fuck it. Here um, I go. And then, um, 
What else? Uh, fuck. Why? Oh yeah, I made uh dinner. I made like some. I forgot what it was. Like some honey garlic something shrimp. You and, just up in there chefing it out. Yeah, huh? I was. <laughs> I went on Pinterest and I'm like, bam, what we got? God, we could, I can make some shrimp with some, you know, with some shrimp. Boom, found a recipe. Went to uh, Kroger, found some shit. Wop wop. Cooked it up so when she got home, it was a plate. Bam. Oh, that's sweet. You know what I mean? And then um, watch the All Watch. I mean, I didn't watch all of it. I did and dabbled on some of the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much my weekend in a nutshell. Well, how about you? For me, after I left your house uh, last time, I stopped by McDonald's because <laughs> I really just wanted a sweet tea. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me get a sweet tea. So I stopped by and then ended up getting a damn uh, chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some yeah, fries. Chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A dollar. Hell yeah. Every time. And ended up getting like the little fries or whatever. And then I got a. Um, I got a Sprite instead. And so, when I got to the window, well, you know when you get to the order thing. So, I get to the order thing, and I'm sitting up, and I'm talking to the lady, Mm -hmm. and she says hello. And then, all of a sudden, you don't hear anything. Mm -hmm. I I mean, well, after I say what I said, Mm -hmm. you don't hear anything. And so, I'm just like, all right. Uh, is it just me? Right. So I was like, would you like me to repeat that? And she was like, hello, welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I was just talking to you. Dude, they probably had some bad audio. Bruh, so I was bad. just talking to you. So then I repeat the order and then I get to the window and I, I, I had to use the restroom. And I said... Um, I see you guys are not open. I was like, but is it okay if I go use the restroom? And she was like, she was like, no. She was like, we not open at all. And I'm like, oh, well, if you ain't open, oh, what the fuck are you doing in there? I was like, whatever, it's too late. No, I I go on. So I should have knew, starting with her, something was wrong with this fucking McDonald's. Which one is thinking of it? I don't know. I can tell you where I was and what I had Googled and how close I was to that person's house. And I was only nine minutes away. But anyways, so um, I sat up and I get to the window where the you get your drinks and your food. So the boy standing up there, I don't know who. He looked like Ferb from Phineas and Ferb. But black. You know what I'm saying? And tall. And lanky. You know what I'm saying? So, he's sitting up there looking stupid. He he handed me the drink, Brent. Look at this. He handed me the drink. The lid is halfway off of it, like popped up, Mm -hmm. and he handed it to me. And then look at me and smile. Nigga, why is my drink halfway open? Brent, I'm I'm getting disgusted thinking about, oh, my God, I'm about to throw up. What the hell? Listen, this story gets so much worse. So, I'm driving down the highway, and I'm like, man, this little nigga's stupid as fuck. So, I get my food. I ask him for something, and he just looking at me all dumbfounded. You know, so I'm just like, whatever, let me drive off. So, get down the road, biting into my sandwich. Finally, I'm like, let me take a sip. But something told me to look in the damn drink. Mm-hmm. I opened the lid up. Oh, oh my god! Ew. Oh 
I opened the lid and it's like some mellow yellow in it. Mellow yellow. Yeah, like it's yellow at the bottom or something, and I'm like, oh my god! Wait, I just. What was it supposed to be? Sprite. I threw the whole drink out. I, you know, I didn't throw the cup out, but I just, I slowed down and just poured that shit out. I was like, oh, I cannot. I cannot. What if it was Nigga, what if it was I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know if he peed in it. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't even take a, I didn't take a good look when I saw you. I just, I don't want to know. Yeah. I really don't even know what it was. I don't want to know. Nigga, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was just like, oh, I cannot do this. So... Other than that, I was at work and it was actually really, really busy. Okay. Like I'm talking about, this is the type of work I like. You know what so I'm saying? Make it, make it funny. Yeah, like come on, y'all, come on in. Let me talk to you. Hell yeah! Well, I got your attention. Gonna buy this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. But anyways, that was my weekend in a nutshell. So jumping into these topics, All-Star Weekend happened this weekend. It certainly did. And as you stated, you watched the game. Sure I didn't catch it for real. I did catch a couple highlights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I did catch this, though. I noticed that they had changed the All-Star trophy for MVP or whatever to the Kobe Bryant MVP they award. They surely did. I mean, I figured they were going to do something, like, and they did a lot. They did, because even when, um, because it was based, it was held in Chicago, and then the thing is, I was just like, for me, I just left Chicago. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, damn, I wish I would have kind of, you know, been there this time so I could have fucking went to the All-Star game. Have you ever been to one? All-Star game? Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> you never have? Nope. Never you know you be hitting the road. Nah, I ain't never been to one. It would be cool to go to one, but nah. Like, if they have one in Atlanta, cool. Or if they have one, like, that's close by, cool. But, I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would travel for one. Mm-hmm. Like, not, you know, I don't, I'm not pressed like that. But, you know. If anything, I guess, I mean, shit. I don't know how many more LeBron going to have, but shit, because he already, like, shit, I think, I forget what record he got right now with, I think, the most, the most, he's not in the, I think he's leading with the most starting, starting in, uh, like, NBA All-Star starting team, Mm. but I think the most of all time as far as being, playing in general is uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's still number one, and LeBron's number two. This year he just beat. This year uh, LeBron just beat Kobe in that as well. Well, there were a lot of celebs out. You had Cardi, Chris Tucker, Ludacris, mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, Spike mm-hmm. Lee, Common. You know, just a whole bunch of people. And Kanye, so, yep, Kim. 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 Mm-hmm. And did you see Jennifer she Hudson's changed. tribute? Yeah, I man, listen. I was telling my wife, I'm like, listen, I can't do another damn uh, tribute for Kobe. I can't. It's 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 because it's. it's, it's it's already enough. It's already a lot to deal with. But God damn. Now it's like we have to con- like constantly relive it over and over and over again. It was very touching. Very good. And of course, she's going to bring you a, to, to some tears. But God damn. Like, it's just like, y'all, y'all, like, we grieving. Like, I mean, it's, Man, it's, it's, it's like you. y'all digging this life further. I mean, I know y'all want to pay respect because, of course, he's he's... He's do 
he's do all of that. But it's just like, man, it's, it, it just keeps bringing you more and more and more and more and more emotions. And it's just like, shit. Like, I'm talking about they, they had a tribute for him for the celebrity basketball game to the three-point shootout to the dunk contest to the actual all-star game itself. It, I mean, before any and everything, any program this year or any event, there was a Kobe tribute. Somehow, somehow. But see, for me, I ain't even going to lie. I, I like the fact that you're doing it. Like I said. It, it might be a lot, no, but like I said, for me, yeah, he's I that. just like the fact of, yes, you know me. I, I'm in love with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my guy. Right. So, of course, it touches me. Um, But at the same time, it's kind of, I enjoy seeing it. And just seeing the respect level. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying it in a place of, like, it's annoying or nothing like that. I know. I'm, I'm saying just telling you that's how I feel Yeah, no, I feel you. I'm saying it just like, man, like, it's just, it's just, it's already a sad situation, by, but us having to see it constantly. And it, I mean, I feel like each tribute just gets sadder and sadder and sadder. And it's just like, damn. Yeah, no, but man, one I'm of just, the cooler ones was the one that was, uh, had music by Dr. Dre. Did you know oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was one of the cooler ones. I did see that. And of course, I, either way, it's just, whew, let's just move on from Kobe. Yeah. So what happened in the three point contest? Um, well, three point contest winner ended up being Buddy Hield. Um, he's actually out of, um, uh, I believe he plays for the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sacramento Kings. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. He was out there splashing. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, like, three-point contest, I mean, I know you didn't see it. It, it was underwhelming. Trey Young, he, he had the least damn, uh, the least three-point shot attempts out of everybody. Mm-hmm. He's like, nigga, you representing the city. And you out there, like, just, just bombing it for us. But, I don't know. I mean, it, it that really was not entertaining, to be honest with you. But um, they had a Mountain Dew ball this year. Basically, the Mountain Dew ball was worth three points. So mm-hmm. they had and they had two opportunities to, to hit the Mountain Dew ball. Um, so yeah, that's it with 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 uh, with with three point contest. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Buddy. Well, you know, in the dunk contest, oh lord, that's always. <laughs> That's the main thing people want to see. It is. That's really, I mean, to be honest with you, you really do like All-Star Weekend. And I remember back in the day, it really was just cool as fuck to watch All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same for kids now, but because I'm older, it was. The players that we had back then, because them niggas was dunkers. Them niggas was, I mean, not saying these niggas ain't, but them niggas back then was like real dunkers. And a lot of them dunks at that time we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, they Vince comment, Carter, they comment, one of them. Right. Like they one. Like, these dunks that now, like, that, the nigga uh, that we was doing before, he was putting it between his legs constantly. Like, we've seen, like, that. that's almost a consistent dunk now. But back then, we had never seen a nigga put, a, uh, put the ball between his legs and slam that bitch. Well, Aaron Gordon is one of the ones who uh, did really well. And I saw his, like, clips of his dunk. And that nigga be dunking. He be flying. I saw him, I think it was last year, last too. Year. Yeah. Like, that nigga really be dunking. He's really good. So, he's, you know, he has every right to be upset. Did you feel that he was, like, done wrong? Here's what I was you say. watching it? I did. Um, I, a, lot, a lot of my brothers felt like he got cheated. I... See, he even jumped over Taco. Taco is like seven foot 
seven foot four some crazy shit, seven foot five some dumb shit. And he 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 jumped over that nigga. Look at the score. Nine, ten, ten, nine, nine, forty seven. Yeah, See, so here's the thing. There there was one dunk that he had that was so crazy that I'm like, oh yeah, he should he should have won it. But the thing is, the judges kept giving everybody fifties the whole time, like all tens the whole time. It's like, yo, that dunk honestly shouldn't have been a fifty. This dunk shouldn't have been a fifty. Like they, I feel like they they weren't judging realistically. First, first of all, they should. What, what the fuck is Chadwick Boseman doing the fuck out there as a goddamn? Well, judge? that's what a lot of people were saying too, because everybody was just like, I don't think some of these judges are qualified for this. Like nigga, sit the fuck down, like. Y'all, y'all, y'all have ran Black Panther through the goddamn muck. Look at him. Look at his two dunks. Yeah. So then, this is what he had to say. The second time you've been involved in a controversial decision. Do you feel that you should have not just one trophy, but two? Definitely. Definitely. So I feel like I should have two trophies. Um, yeah. I feel like I should, have, I should have two trophies. I still feel like I'm one of the best, if not the best dunker in the world, so... Um, I still feel that. So are we going to see you try this a third time at some point? I don't think so, because this is this would be my fourth time. So the third time was oh, a charm. Nice. Uh, I thought I did what I needed to do to win, and um, I don't think I'm going to do it again. This is the second time. You've he probably going to still con- do it, though. You it's know how not. niggas still be like, it's not right here. That nigga real with them dunks now. When he did this shit in the damn, we saw this shit live. Hey, we saw that shit. We like, oh, the whole, the whole restaurant. Hell, the crowd went wild. The whole restaurant stood up. We was like, oh my god. We Look like, at oh, Dwayne Wade. Right. Even you going crazy. We was like, oh, he won. Look at Shaq, and you Shaq, know Shaq don't get excited for these new niggas these right. days. That shit was just goddamn. So yeah, I, I, I was really surprised that he did not win. Um. But I will say this though about um, uh, about uh, 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 Derrick Jones Jr., who's mm-hmm. the guy who did win. Mm-hmm. This nigga was making had some good ass dunks too. Look at this. First attempt. That's one thing about him though. I, I re- they good. I respect him. That one fine. Huh. But it ain't clean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They good, but to me it wasn't clean. It wasn't as Aaron clean. Aaron Gordon, though, that nigga dunks is clean, smooth. Yeah. Except for that last one when he was jumping over that nigga head because he did hit him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Taco's like I said, he tall as hell. Because he did hit him. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I liked, uh, what's the guy's name? Like Ooh. I said, Gordon. Oh yeah, I like Gordon. I do feel like um, uh, 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 what's my boy name? What's his name? I don't know who you're talking about, boy. Huh? I don't know who you're talking about. Derek Derek Jones Jr. I do feel that Derek Jones Jr. Um, I do feel like he has some good ass dunks as well. I'm not saying I'm not taking anything from him, but I do feel like um, Gordon should have definitely won and. To be honest with you, he should have won last year too. So he really, he realist, realistically, he should have had too. But he should have. I think one thing that Derrick Jones that 
his shits on the first attempt. And all his shits was pretty much good, good dunks. Like I said, they weren't. They may not have been as clean as as Gordon was, but his shits was one one take shoddy, boom on some nasty shit. But yeah, so but yeah, shout out to him. Um, So next we have Miss Shaka Khan, who is what we came in on. She did the national anthem. Now, what did you think of her national anthem? Did you did you listen to the national anthem? Yeah, I listened to it. I thought I didn't know if y'all watched the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I thought it sounded like a mess. (laughs) Listen to it. She hit them notes though. She hit hit them notes. of something nothing wrong at all i just feel like even though she was hitting notes she was even though she was hitting range she was missing some of those notes that she was trying to hit now and i will b- b- tr- for the sake of trying to go to a higher range i will say this i do feel that some of it could have been more together but I ain't mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't nothing that I'm just like, damn, now she knew she could have sat her ass down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, she didn't have to sit all the way down. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, no, nah, girl, you know you could have. But I, I, it was okay to me. She was just doing I was okay with it. too much. So, how was the All-Star game? Well, before the game, we going back to uh, to the dunk contest real quick. I forgot that we there were a few uh, players that did speak about the dunk contest in particular. LeBron uh, put, um, he tweeted two and put tr- a trophy emoji. Uh, Should have been awarded tonight, that's for damn sure. Uh, we it, he said, keep it a buck, y'all. Them boys put on a show, professional dunkers. Uh, Gianna said, uh, we just witnessed the greatest dunk show contest of all time. Uh, my guy got 50, blah, 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 blah. Andre said, uh, the right guy won. Kenny wasn't behind the judges' table. Joel and B said uh, Gordon got robbed again. Hashtag BS. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of players had 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 things to say as well. Um, the game itself, it was cool. I mean, nah. So since you brought that back up, listen, this is something that I thought was funny. They said these was the judges. What? Look, nigga. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> that Red Charles Stephen Wonder. <laughs> And legally blind girl was the judge. <laughs> I can't. Woo! So how was the game? 
it was cool. I, you know what? With, with the All-Star game, I always feel like it's practically like fucking Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> like, it's, that's, that's basically all it is. Like, niggas just, like, they, like it's just for fun. Like, the celebrity just, game is. That too, but I'm just saying, like, the professional one, and it's like, yeah, y'all trying to win shit, but it's like, it's kind of just for fun. It's like literally the best players in the NBA right now. You know, on different coasts, so you got the right. East versus the West or whatever, facing each other. It's literally just a, a pickup game, damn near, and y'all just having fun. Y'all just giving a crowd a show. Y'all niggas is not really going all the way out. Some niggas is real lax, laxy-daisy on defense, so niggas can throw up nonsense alley-oops to do some type of wild-ass dunk. It was so, You don't never see that many damn dunks in a regular game. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, again, it's, it's, it's a spectacle. It's more of a show. For the for the All Star game, but again, I'm not mad at it. It's 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 in fun. It's cool. I like seeing dunks. Them niggas was going to fucking. Them niggas was hitting threes from out from crazy shit. Trey Young hit a three point a three point shot from fucking half, behind half court, at the buzzer <laughs> at halftime. Yes. Damn. So, I mean, it was I mean it was a really good game. I mean, even all the way up to the end, like, shit. The final score was one fifty seven to one fifty five. Yeah. So the nigga up, was really playing. Yeah, <laughs> it got up. It got up to be that fucking close. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a good game. Uh, well, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, is that how you say his name? Yeah, look at you. He won the um, Kobe Bryant MVP award. First ever to win that award. Right. So this is what he had to say about it. Have in your hands something nobody else has, and that's an MVP All Star Game trophy. With the name Kobe Bryant on it, what does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot to me. Um, you know, you know, words can't even explain. Just making this the first Kobe Bryant MVP trophy. Uh, you know, I want to thank Kobe for everything he done for me. All the uh, long talks and workouts. Uh, you know, thank you. This, this one for him. Kawhi Leonard, your MVP of the All-Star Game 2020 here in Chicago. Nice going, Kawhi. Shout out to Kawhi. You know what I mean? That he is. Shout out to him. That's you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, that's, that's big, man. Like, I'm, you know, he, uh, you know, it's something that he, he appreciates. You know what I'm saying? Like, a friend, colleague, or whatever, a mentor, somebody you look up to or whatever has passed, and you are the first to win an award uh, named after him. I'm it is. Sure it's, a, it's a really big honor for him. Um, it is. But yeah, like you said, All Star Game went down in um, uh, Team LeBron, my team. They won one fifty seven uh, versus Team Giannis, which is uh, one fifty five. Uh, Kawhi Leonard he had thirty points, seven rebounds, four assists. Um, yeah, and um, but they were playing for charity, of course. Uh, team LeBron uh, had the most. Uh, they had up, ended up doing four hundred thousand for Chicago Scholars, mm-hmm. and then the uh, team Giannis did a hundred thousand for After School Matters. So, I think it was based off of like each quarter, like whoever won each each quarter got a certain amount to charity and shit. So, well, Ice Cube said they copied his no clock rule from the Big Three league. Uh, I don't even watch. 
big three league. I don't even know what channel to come on. I don't watch it. Well, I want to. I, I want to watch it. I do want to watch it. I would want to support it and stuff, but I just don't know what channel to come on. So I have YouTube TV now, so maybe I'll be able to, I'll be able to catch it. Dame Dash is back in the news, and he is basically trying to sue his ex-wife, Rachel Roy, who is a famous fashion designer. For AKA Becky with the good hair. Yeah, I was gonna ask you how you felt, Beehive, about this one. <laughs> I know how y'all get real defensive over Queen B. So, anyways, um, he's pretty much saying that she's been like hiding money that's rightfully his. You know how he always like, what's yours is mine, Mikasa Sukasa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, anyways, the fruits of her fashion, this is from TMZ, company's labor, so he's suing her for fraud. Well. <laughs> and he's pissed because he said that this is like, half of her stuff because she's in Bloomingdale's and other department stores. And he was saying that the company is flush and it's earning like millions each year. And he's like earned half of that or some of that, you know what I'm saying? And so in the suit, he says that, Child, what, what, so nigga, what clothing have you stitched for damn Rachel Roy? He nothing. So that's what makes it kind of funny because it's just like, Dame, why do you feel like you are you deserve some of the money that she rightfully made her damn self? I get that you on hard times right now. I hate saying this line now in these in these times because of all what's going on. But bitch, you wasn't with the shooting in the gym, like. I know, that was dunk a little bit. I know, but it's, I mean, that's still, that's, still, that's still a classic line. We can't. I mean, you can't, you can't let it go. Well, he's saying they manipulated, diverted, misappropriated, transferred, concealed, and embezzled funds. He can't spell half of that. And he said it all started back in 2014 when a royalty payment of 175000 was withheld. He claims that that happened again in 2015 with 200000 And in the suit, he says he had a verbal agreement with Rachel Roy that said she would pre repurchase his interest in the um, company for $1 million, but she reneged with no explanation. I mean, listen, if, he, if he's owed money, then it is what it is. I mean, and I'm sure he want, I'm sure he want this to help Replaying some of the money he lost from all his back child support, he wasn't paying his shit. Well, he ain't just suing her. He's suing her companies and accountants, lawyers, and everybody that's involved in his mind in this shit. And so it's not really how it's not known for how much yet, but he says that they need to open up the checkbook so he can see exactly what he's owed. Well, <laughs> again. Brother man trying to just make a little bit of his money back. And again, if yeah, I mean, shit. Somebody owe you, bro. They owe you. God damn it. Shit. Yeah, but. And especially if it's if it's something that they say or something. Or, and she backed out on some shit or whatever. But at the same time. How, 
credible is Dame Dash, though. I hate to say that. He's not credible whatsoever. Yeah, so it's just like, come on now. Again, like I said, yeah, it, it could definitely be a stretch. It could definitely be a reach. Because, okay, now I watch Love and Hip... Not Love and Hip... <laughs> what is that show called? Love and... um. No, growing up hip hop. So oh, yeah. I've been watching growing up hip hop or whatever. Yeah. And so Dame Dash is actually on there. And so him and his son just got into it because him and his daughter with Rachel Roy are getting into it as well. Mm. And so it's just like you got family drama with everybody. Every single person. Yes. And it's just like that shit is wild. Anyways, moving on to news you have to hear. Really, really, really didn't have to hear it, but today you're gonna have to because that's the main shit we have. Child, because ain't ain't much really been going nah, on. Nah, this week been real quiet. With it's been real, news. like yeah, celebrity news been real low key this week. So this might be. But we peeking into this shit, right? Um, uh, Amber Rose, Amber Rose, she got on Instagram one day and randomly posted this picture of herself. Um, pretty much tatted up face, new tattoos. Uh, bash and slash on her face, which is her two sons' names, right, probably right on her forehead, like right on. I saw that shit on your uh on your hairline part, (laughs) right, right there. Uh, hot mess for me personally. You know what I mean? For me, I mean, listen, it's your body. Do what you want to do. I who the fuck am I to tell you what to do? I'm just saying, for me, it looks like a hot mess. Um, but I've never, I'm not a fan of, I mean, some face tattoos can look okay. You know what I mean? I'm not particularly one of those who look careful ones that would look that's right on your forehead and shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to put it like this. I, I get that it's you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm with it. Hey. Hers is kind of cute to me, you know what I'm saying. So I don't. Re- that's hers is done well, but what I'm about to show you next is not, <laughs> and it looks a mess. And it's my own brother, bless his heart, but his says my own brother. Now let me watch his story so I can show you his his profile picture. Now look at this shit right across his damn head. Now Amber Rose tattoo is actually kind of cute to me because it's her and we know that she's into tattoos I'm pretty sure that's not going to be the last face tattoo she gets so it's probably going to come together to me right now it looks just wild because it's just right there but at the same time I do kind of like it on her but now this one on my brother which is right slap across his forehead and says R.I.P. Mom R.P. who? Mom. His foster mother. <laughs> Y'all wish I could that is tacky. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, of Ooh, course. Bless my brother hard. I love him to death, but that shit is tacky as a motherfucker. Comparing, of course. <laughs> it's like a prison I mean, tat. Yeah, comparing, of course. <laughs> but regardless, like, I mean, I don't know. I I think it's to each his own because I like. Again, I, I mean, you like, like tattoos that. too. I do. I love tattoos. I got. I forgot. I lost count. Shit. Because to be honest with you, I don't know if this is considered one. a face tattoo, but 
I want something that starts right here. No, see, I don't care about no. Is that considered face? Y'all, I'm talking right it's there. I forget the, the term for this little piece of the ear, but you know that little piece that you can, I was about to say staple, that you can pierce. But I want like something right there, and it's gonna start uh, like something it's else. Not the but... lobe, but right above the lobe. Mm. This is the lobe. Mm-hmm. So this, yeah, I don't know what it's called. But anyways, but yeah, so here's what uh, she was. I guess Keisha Cole got some type of show now. Yeah, it's called Soulful or something Fox, like that. on Fox Soul. What is it called? Something one on one with Keisha Cole. Oh, and. It's on Fox Soul. I guess Fox has a black channel now, I guess. I don't know. But here's what she had to say. Do it. You know, I gotta be honest. Like, and I don't want this to sound like corny or anything, but like kind of after Kobe died, mm-hmm. it made me like reflect on my life. And I don't want people to be like, oh, Kobe died and you went and got a tattoo. But it was kind of like that because, you know, I thought about my dad and like my dad had cancer when he was 40. And he went through remission, and he's good, but he almost died, like, and I'm 36. And I was like, I've been wanting a, uh, this tattoo for a long time. And I was like, you know what? You Life is so short. Just do it. Just live your best life. Like, just, do it. Just do it. It, it's just like, with no regrets, just Nothing do it. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. My thing was just like, you got a lot of neck. You know what I mean? You got... A lot of other parts, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You got other parts of your face that you could even get their names tatted if you wanted to. But on your forehead, and I guess it's already. I think it's bad, but it's like it's. She probably gonna outline her face. Who knows? The fact that she already has a low hair. I don't know. I don't know. Go do you, sis. Be great. I think she's adorable. Do you, sister? Be great. I ain't said she. There's nothing wrong with, with Amber Rose whatsoever. I'm just saying, I'm just not a fan of that tattoo slap on her forehead. But, like I said, again. And I'm saying, I think she's string, adorable she, with it. She can do her thing. Keep moving next along. Uh, so, Boosie Badass, apparently he, I don't know. How I, this came about? Yeah, I don't know where this plug or connect came from. I guess he just speaks highly of the family or whatever, but. Uh, the family of Pablo Escobar pretty much sent him like a damn near like a plaque, like a like a like a shirt. It's like signed by the family and shit. And yeah, like a, a whole bunch of shit on there, basically or whatever. And that nigga is excited. He's pretty much ecstatic about it. Here's what he had to say. Presented the booster. 
<laughs> that nigga hurt. He finna make a song. Right. That nigga is ecstatic. So yeah. And yeah, I um, I uh, did you ever watch Narcos? I watched documentaries two, about it. The first two seasons. No, but I watched documentaries about um. Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I'm have, into all crime and shit. If you if you have time, or if you if you have time to like, because some people don't have time to be able to like watch and read at the same time. But if you can like, because you know clearly you don't know Spanish, so I'm just saying like nigga, I I know you don't know Spanish because we were talking about this. Funny. So since you don't know Spanish, <laughs> we have to read the fucking subtitles. So it's one of those shows you have to read the subtitles. You know, if I love watching subtitles. Okay. So you have to watch the first two seasons. You, you. It's. I mean, the third season is good too, but the first two seasons follow Pablo Escobar. I haven't watched the Mexico. Mexico just came out with a new season too, so I haven't watched the season four or five. But one and two is Escobar, and I'm telling you, it's really good. It's, I'm gonna watch it. It's imperative that you watch it because I, I mean, even though you've seen documentaries about him. I watched it naked, so I didn't know. I mean, I knew some stuff about Pablo Escobar, but a lot of like some of the some of the things that he did, like the like the lengths he would go to to make sure somebody don't get in office, or if he got to kill a motherfucker, like what he would do to make sure that somebody gets off. I didn't know he was like that. I was like, oh, he would he did what? I actually think he's so rich. I actually had to like look up. Like, I would like Google like this, like the actual like shit, and it would show me. Like, it was it was in legit, that type like, of like profession, factual. and to be that rich, right. You have to be ruthless. Like <laughs> you thought it was some made up shit, probably. Hell no, nah, that nigga was cut through. They didn't get shit. Nah, that nigga blew up a plane, bro. That nigga what? That well, shit, I didn't believe that shit. I had, I really had to look that shit up. I said, "Wait, this nigga really blew up a plane, my nigga." What's happening with Chanel West Coast? This girl. So, and who is that? All I knew her from, she was the host of uh, One Hundred Six Park. Fuck no! Don't ever disrespect <laughs> One Hundred Six Park. A black. I'm girl just saying. Day. She was that white girl that be hosting ridiculousness <laughs> with uh, with what's the skateboard skateboarder name? Ooh, Rob, Rob Big. Yeah. Look, Rob, Rob and Big. Rob. You know Rob Ridiculousness show? When he I'm be playing, saying. He, I know Rob and Big. I know what you're saying, but because R.I.P. Big. But I'm saying with Rob, the white boy, the skater. Rob I Big. know. Okay, he has a show called Ridiculousness. Yeah. They, they play videos of funny shit. and. I know I've seen the show, okay. but I ain't never seen her. There's a black guy who usually plays the clips and runs the shit back or whatever. And then there's a white girl that's, that's on the couch, too. She's the white girl. Well, she been on there the whole time? Yes. She's been on there since day one. Ooh, that's, she is not memorable. That's the only thing that I've known her from. Then she decided to have a rap career. Mm. And then Charlamagne, she got kind of also, in the, not known, but Charlamagne kind of gave her a little more buzz when he kind of like, I think gave her a donkey the other day. Or, no, he was on there one time. And I think she mentioned the career or whatever. And I think because he was on her platform and she already kind of felt some type of way about him by mm-hmm. his him mentioning her or mentioning her music or some shit, since he was on her, quote-unquote, her platform now, she kind of felt some type of way, so she kind of gave him a little energy, so then he went back on The Breakfast Club and kind of said, I don't know why she was like that. I don't give my opinion. Like, her music just not good. <laughs> yeah. But um, all that to say, she 
she has a lot of fucking followers. I mean, yeah, she has like five million some crazy followers. Some crazy. So does shit. that other white girl? What's her name? Whoa, Vicky. Yeah, but if you go to her likes, it's like I mean, even it's still a lot for us because we ain't we know we don't have that many. But <laughs> in in this world, though, like to say you got five million followers and only fifty thousand people like your picture, that's pretty low. That's that's pretty low to say you have five point seven million followers. So. I guess she kind of noticed that, and I guess kind of felt that some people weren't liking her shit back. And that's a, again, this is this is still just something that's wrong with social media. Something that's wrong with Instagram likes and people seeing who you know, just all that shit is is just it's just od extra is unnecessary. But the fact that she had the voices makes her look more like a clown. Mm-hmm. But here's what she had to say. Realized is that. Being a friendly person makes less people fuck with you, Um, especially being in this industry, in the entertainment industry. I am the most friendly motherfucker ever. I just like people. I like everybody. Unless you give me a reason to not like you, I fucking like you. And if I follow you, I'm going to like your pictures. Unless it's like a really ugly, bad picture, then maybe I won't like it. For the most part, I fucking like everybody's shit. And nobody likes my shit. And I'm just like, bitch... I'm fucking famous on a million episodes of TV and you got way less followers than me and I'm liking your shit and you don't ever want to like my shit? Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Do you think I'm desperate because I'm friendly and like liking your shit? Because ain't nobody Uh, fucking desperate. I'm just being nice. So it would be nice if you could be nice back. Mm. I'm over here like, girl, why does that even matter? You know what she sound like? She sound like... She sounded like New York when New York lost the first season of I, uh, a Flavor of Love. When she's like, do it luck I give a fuck? She's like, I don't give a fuck. Do it luck I give a fuck? God, I don't. <laughs> That's exactly what she sounded like. Ooh, I used to like New York. And New York, right in that, and New York got right <laughs> New York got right in the back of that goddamn limo and did what? Cried the whole motherfucking ride all the way home. Some people really just she cut cared. out made for TV and New York she was is, one of them. New York is definitely that one That motherfucker was made for people to be seen. Definitely like I give a fuck because I don't. Well, on a positive note. But, I'm sorry. I wasn't done with her. Oh, you are not Oh. Like. I mean, a little bit. My thing... Like, I don't know shit about her. My thing was just... Oh, how do you not remember? Like, the only thing I know... Well, actually, I know her from, but it's like, she had that annoying-ass laugh. You have... Bruh. You have have to just remember her from that. I remember Rob and Big. (laughs) That's it. What I I mostly watched Rob and Big. I've seen, like, clips of ridiculousness. Oh, so you haven't really watched it for real? No, nah, I was going to say, you don't have to show me. You can show me after the show. Okay. All right, whatever. <laughs> All right. Okay, moving right along. What's next? Uh, Snoop. What did he do? I'm trying to see. Oh. Oh. So, um, you know, Snoop has his... um. His show. And I stopped, I stopped subscribing to... to uh, I think... I forget what his... His uh, YouTube channel is called West Fest something, West something TV, some shit. Mm-hmm. I unsubscribe because he stopped doing videos that I like. Because I used to like videos where he was like, had rappers on, he would interview them, he would smoke with them if they smoke. And he would just sit there and just talk about life or just talk about them or just talk about their music or their upbringing, where they come from, all that shit. Whether it's most of them are rappers that we've known and shit like that. Um, I'm pretty sure you're... I've you know, seen this. Right. 
So he had Michael Rappaport on there. Y'all know that white that white guy who just loves. Is he Clint. a comedian? Yeah, he is. He's a comedian, and he's he's he 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 has. I feel like he's. I don't want to say forced his way into our culture, but he's definitely he in there because def- you know who he is. Right, he's definitely found his some because he's he's always gives his take he on. Cool though. I don't I don't really care much for him. He always gives his opinion on like black shit, like mainly music. Like he's a huge hip hop fan, like especially like New York, huge huge origin of hip hop fan. Mm-hmm. Um, sports fan talks about like black sports all the time, and you know just the black athletes, all that shit. Um, so he was on there, or whatever, and they were talking about Drake, and you know Michael Rapport has always said a few things about Drake, and just had, I mean. Funny shit, but same time, just still, just you didn't have to say. You it. really didn't have to say it yeah. exactly. So it was news you didn't have to hear exactly. <laughs> but you know, Snoop, while on here, we're just kind of just giving Drake his flowers and giving him his roses while he was here. So this is what he had to say. When Drake first came out, I was like, he's just gonna be here and going to the mall because I was like, I keep hearing you know the basic shit. Then I'm like, this motherfucker don't miss. No, he's fucking good. That motherfucker don't miss, man. He's good. In the heat of battle, he don't miss. No. In the heat of controversy, he don't miss. No. And then he just knows how to be a public relation type of motherfucker to shoot a video where he passing out money and doing all kind of... Come on, man. He learned from... Like, he took all the smart shit that you guys did. Fuck. And, and you're right, <laughs> because in the heat of battle, he don't fucking like miss. Shit. Back against the wall, push the team, he don't miss. I mean, that motherfucker. Hey, hey. The nigga made Kiki, do you love me, when Yo. Pusha T took off on him. Took his fucking head off, he like, came back. Like, 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 you can have my head, but I'm going to have everybody in your family and everybody in the world singing this fucking Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> like, that's the answer. The answer is not, I can't match you, lyrical, wop de wop boop, but you can't match. When Drake first came out, with this song that's gonna play forever when they forget about that disc. And then with your birthday party for your daughter in four years, guess what they're gonna be playing? Kiki. For her daughter to play that shit. That shit's a fucking that shit's a fucking monster. That's why you can't I I because I, I talk shit. You can't, what can I say about this motherfucker? He's we like, can't. We can't gotta give shit. him his. We gotta give him his. Drake is the shit. Drake, you the shit. I told you in your face, nigga. You the shit. You did that. You stood the test of time. You a fuck. And he's a great fucking songwriter. The motherfucker wrote songs for Alicia Keys. And did he really? You probably don't even know this motherfucker. I, like I'm, ghost joints? Like ghost joints, that? like uh-uh. hits. I didn't know that. If you ask me, I'm ready. He wrote that oh, shit? Yeah, what? That song, yeah, he even know. on there singing. Right. Yeah, there Listen. Fuck me up. Because he, he came back. I, he came back when you thought it was finito. Over. over. I thought it was done, daughter. Yeah, he, because... Pusha T I came with the fucking that. the extra sauce. Lady, with this song that's gonna play forever when they forget about that mm-hmm. disc. And then with you your birthday it. party for your daughter in four years. Oh, my bad. What'd you say? Nothing. Oh. But yeah, so I, I like that. Like, it's it's good to give um, niggas they, they, they credit and they props. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is the point of, like, not? Like, you gotta show respect to niggas. Like, no matter what part of level, you know, because Snoop is an OG, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so the fact that an OG can, like, look down on a young nigga and be like, yo, I ain't think you was going to really be, come out to be that much, my nigga, but you proved me wrong and you took this shit to a whole nother motherfucking level. And, again, even in 
your darkest moment, you still able to come out strong and come out on top somehow. So I don't know. That was just cool, a cool clip. Anyway, um speaking of Drake. Yeah, speaking of Drake. Um so if you're reading this is that is that what it's called? If, you if you're reading this, it's too late. late. Yeah. If you're reading this, it's too late. Um, just turn five uh, on the 13th. Um, and I guess, you know, everybody's kind of... I mean, and that's one of Drake's, like... I won't say his biggest project, but it's one definitely one of his most memorable. It had a lot of, like, fire-ass joints on there. Um, and I guess, like, people were tagging Quentin Miller. This is, like, one of the... Um, people that was considered like his one of Drake's ghostwriters, quote unquote, or whatever. Like I think, you know, and of course that got big and when when Meat Mill said it that, you know, he was uh Quentin was was ghostwriting for Drake and Drake don't write his own lyrics and blah 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 blah. So people of course kinda just in a way did kind of turn their back on on Quentin Miller because he was forced kind of forced not to say anything. And it's like for me it's like so the before I get into his clip, it's like, so the fuck what? Like, whether he wrote shit for a nigga or not or whatever. People that write music for people all the time. I get that in the hip-hop world, it's all about, oh, you got to write your own shit. But fuck that. Like, if a nigga can write a hit and... Because I ain't going to lie to you. I've listened to Quentin Miller music. I want to give his music a try just because, okay, let me... If he did write for Drake, let's see if, if, if I'm going to like his music. His music is honestly really not that good. It's it's really not good. He's a better writer. He's a way better writer. There's a lot of... Uh, Neo is a better writer than he is a singer and an artist. Uh, no, don't, don't do that because Neo had some hits. He did, but to me, he's a better writer. The Dream is a way better writer than he is a singer. Granted, yes. I liked his first album. He did have some songs. I'm just saying, y'all, overall. Overall... If y'all look at if y'all look at the list if y'all if y'all take a list if y'all pull out a list of the songs that Neo wrote as versus the songs that he 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 recorded and like song you're gonna say oh damn if you do the same thing for the dream you're gonna be like oh damn like these like they they just do like they just have a better pen and pad as a, as opposed to actually delivering it right. Drake has a better delivery. Then, like, you know, like, his, he has a better voice for the shit. He has niggas that's going to pick better beats for the shit. So it's like, he, it, it, to me, it, it just didn't matter. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Drake fan. I would say that just for anybody. It's, it's really not that, that deep. But I get it. I understand. Like, he was just hip- expressing himself. Exactly. But, of course, again, this kind of just put a bad taste for everybody, unfortunately, with Quentin Miller. But... He again. He was just kind of forced not to say anything because this is the world's biggest artist, a biggest hip hop artist right now. But here's what he had to say about everybody kind of mentioning him about the uh, anniversary. Just play the background, and they just want to. Yo, so you know, a lot of people been uh, congratulating me and sending me messages and shit about uh, the five year anniversary of if you're reading this and shit. And, you know, I look on socials and I see, like, producers and, you know, other people that were involved with the artists and they get to talk about how proud they are of the shit, you know. And, you know, it's different for me. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty much taboo for me to even talk about it, you know. I, I pretty much, 
try to act like it don't even exist. The biggest, the biggest project of my entire career, right? And that's, that's, that's pretty strange, but unfortunately, you know, I don't have the good memories about it that everybody has. You know, my good memories were all murdered, you know what I'm saying? Like, the day uh, Neek Mandela, you know, y'all, y'all buying that bullshit since he came out of jail, like he's whatever. The day he, you know, put my name out there, you know, and it just blew up my whole spot. And, you know, that shit just fucked everything up for me, bro. And it's so crazy because, man, it not only did it mess that up, but in the confusion of that shit, you know, I, me and, and DJ Drama and Cannon, like that whole side, we had... Our ties were severed because of that shit Because it was just so much confusion And everybody was trying to find out whose fault was it And this and that Like y'all just don't know what them phone calls was like Y'all just don't know what them text messages was like Like y'all don't know what that pressure was like It was a lot, it was hot And um, that's one of the biggest things I regret Was was fucking up that relationship with them Because in the end that nigga Drake and, and me, them niggas is best friends now. They watch basketball games and, and do shows and shit together, you know? So it's just like, what the fuck was that even for? What the fuck was all of that for? You know, like, all the the stress that it caused, you know? And I know it. everybody else is able to move on because everybody else's careers was established and shit. My career wasn't established. And I was looking at that. If you're reading this moment, you know, at the time when I did it, I'm coming fresh off of, not fresh off, you know, three years ago, I was dropped, and not for my publishing deal, but I was dropped as an artist, and I'm working these these bullshit ass jobs, the most stressful, months, whatever involved. But yeah, anyway, uh, he just kind of went on to say, like, basically, you know, how he went from working like bullshit ass jobs, working from job to job, and all this other shit, and then going from you know, boom being told to write for Drake, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then all that shit kind of being taken away from him in a in a drop like that, you know what I mean? It's just like, damn. He kind of, even at the end, he's like, yo, like, to any, like, producers or any artists out there or whatever that's really want to, like, make music, like, fuck with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Take a chance on me. Da, 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 da. I, I, really, I make good shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just letting people know. He's trying you, to get back out there. Right, because you can tell, like, you know what I mean? Like, he probably just in the same he's in the same place that he was in before like yeah just, yeah like he just started yeah he hasn't progressed any at all like yeah so what i work with drake but i'm still i'm not saying flipping burgers but i'm still like in, in i'm still not doing anything i'm still in the same spot i was in before Hell yeah yeah you know i mean so it's like i don't know man i feel for him you know what i mean hopefully he can get on his feet so to speak well, Meg Thee Stallion, um, last week, pretty much, um, a mugshot of her came up. And so, of course, everybody got a hold of it. And, you know, they had things to say. But this is what she had to say. She explained the story. <laughs> I saw my ugly ass mugshot. Oh, my God. My mugshot is so terrible. <laughs> It's so horrible, but, you know, it is what it is. And sometimes you just really got to back up what you be about. So, I was 
like maybe 19 or 20 and I was in college and I had a real beautiful toxic relationship and <laughs> I had a real bad it was fun but it was bad it was and I had to get out of it but it was like a situation where I was at my by Southwest uh, it was, and I had to get out of it, but it was like a situation where I was at my out by Southwest, and my boyfriend at the time, I had just found out that this had a baby right then and there at the damn concert. At the damn concert, like, so what a way to find out your nigga cheated on you and had a baby, like. And the baby had been born. Like, the baby was here. The baby was damn near one. So oh, I, like, snatched the phone. And I ain't even had to snatch. The nigga was just going hard on his phone, like, typing hard. And I'm like, who the fuck you texting? So I guess he was just tired of lying. And he just gave me the phone. And I'm looking through the text messages. And the text messages was like, when that bitch Megan da -da -da, need to come take care of this baby. I was like, oh, so you got a baby? Like, and I was so mad, and y'all gotta know my temper is bad. I was so mad that I had to, it was, and I had to walk away. And my boyfriend at the time was really not trying to see me go. So I'm walking away, and this nigga pulling on me and pushing on me and whatever. Like I said, it was toxic. It was fun at the time, but it was very toxic. But I was young, and I thought that toxic was cute. But it's not. Don't let their hands on you, and don't put your hands on Cause I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't put my hands on him. Because when that nigga got out of the line, I was wrapping his ass up. But that uh, that ain't come that ain't come at no little cute price. So anyway, I'm and he, and I was really trying to keep the peace, trying to keep it player because we was in a public environment. So I'm, <laughs> I tried to walk away. The nigga pulling on me and she pushing on me. Take my phone, throw it on the ground, stomp on that. On my phone, and listen, I'm tall, I'm 5'10. My nigga at the time was 6'9, okay? So just picture that. So my phone, throw it on the ground, stomp it. I'm trying to call my friends, I can't call nobody. I'm gonna walk away, and my boyfriend, my friends, I can't call nobody. I'm trying to call Jayla. So the nigga take my phone, somebody call the police, because they seen me and the nigga getting into it. So y'all gotta know, it's taking everything out my being not to really steal off on the nigga in the middle of the street. He tried it really one too many times because you only got so many times to push a real bitch. <laughs> so the nigga had it coming. It just so happened that when I was ready to give it to him, <laughs> the mother police pulled up when I'm punching. <laughs> so the mother Shirt jacked up, my pants dirty, cause he been pushing me. 
So me being the real bitch that I am, the strong black queen trying to hold it down for my black Blake. king. Blake. I say no, officer. He didn't hit me because I don't want him to go to jail. <laughs> the motherfucking laws ass that did he hit me? I mean, the laws ass that did I hit him? That said, yeah, he hit me. She hit me in the eye. <laughs> like he really gassing it, like the aggressor, and like he really gassing it, like. Yeah, yeah, she hit me in the eye. Bitch, you got to know they sent me straight to jail. <laughs> Them hoes cuffed me. I ain't never been cuffed like in my nigga. life. Like, right. never had no handcuffs on me, never in my mother life. So, I'm sitting there on the side of the curb thinking to myself, damn, I'm finna go to jail. Like, I'm I'm gone. Like, I'm on the prison. Like, uh. I done put my hands on this side. He out here lying on me. So, I had a baby. Ben had the baby. Baby been here. I ain't know nothing about it. Yeah, Just found funny. out about it. That's funny. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a wild story. Yeah, that is a very wild story. I didn't even watch that. I I, I saw it. I don't know what was that. Gracious. I saw the uh the clip, but I never watched it. So that was my first time watching it. Shit, funny fuck <laughs> though. Yeah, that's wild. That's a crazy ass story. But anyways, uh, Big Sean. Yeah, Big Sean. So apparently, I didn't know this about this neither, but apparently Joe Budden had some slick things to say cause of, uh, about Janae Aiko. Um, Big Sean was uh, being interviewed by uh, Joe Budden. Um, but basically, he said something about Janae on his podcast. Mm-hmm. So here's what he said about Janae. The Janae songs that have been released that I have purchased and the lack of growth in the music. And I don't even isolate when I when I when I make that statement, I don't isolate her music with every song that Janae Aiko releases, in my opinion. She falls lower and lower on the list of the women that make that type of music. Of the music that she sort of started. The deep vibe genre. Wow. I mean, yeah. Definitely one of the first in that, that area. All of the J- Janae songs that have been released that I have purchased and... Can he name oh, other yeah, ones? <laughs> he didn't, didn't seem like he knew any other artist that does make music similar to Janae. So how can you compare that to... But here is what was said on, um, you know, when Big Sean uh, interviewed with him. Here's mm-hmm. even Janae. I feel like with R&B music, she really helped drive that sound in, too. As far as, like, yeah, she's, like, one of the pioneers of that R&B, of that style of R&B. Like, I feel like she, and I see it when when I'm with her, I see the respect that her peers give her. I wish she would unblock me. Well, you shouldn't have been talking all that shit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Of my peers, even Janae. Exactly. I feel like he better, he better, uh, <laughs> he better protect Queen. He had a lot more to say on that interview too. He even explored like Kendrick Lamar and like the so-called beef that was supposed to be with them. You know what I'm saying? We can play that. You got it. Yeah. If it was, if it was a real rap beef, it would have been exciting, and I, I would have rose to the occasion. You know, if he... If Such he, an elegant way to say I would have rose to the occasion. I would have, though, but it wasn't. It wasn't a real thing. And I'm not going to... And then Kendrick, the same year, Kendrick dropping his album, he dropped a freestyle. 
And I don't, I don't know what he said that made people be like, oh, it's about Sean or some shit, right? So I, I remember hearing it. I feel I, bad at how excited I get hearing, no, listen, about, hearing about rap. Music. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so look, so I hear this shit, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, what, what part they talking about? And they're like, oh, this part. I'm like, okay. So I, I immediately hit up Top because I got a relationship with Top. And like I said, I didn't do charity shows. We can't, I, I immediately hit them niggas up the day, like, the first. And they like, no, nah, it ain't about you. It ain't about you at all. He like, that was just an addressing to everyone. That's just whoever. I can't remember how he, how he specifically phrased it. But he was like, but don't listen to the internet. They just throwing, they just going to throw 100 on it. They just going to throw 200 on it. I'm like, all right, for sure. So imagine I have that conversation. And then Kendrick, the same year, Kendrick. Yeah. So, yeah, that was dope. Now, here's something that is kind of crazy to hear. Um, there's supposed to be, like, a new doc documentary, I guess, um, about Tupac faking his death. <laughs> it's a Las Vegas filmmaker. Uh, his name is Rick Boss. And he is preparing a new film, and it's so it's a it's a movie, I guess, um, about Tupac Shakur and saying that he escaped the University Medical Center in Vegas and relocated to New Mexico. And now he's like he's supposed to be getting protection from the Navajo tribe. Y'all, so uh. People ain't got nothing else. Uh, nothing else but to just fucking make stupid this stuff. This man is gone. And well, even if he ain't, like, damn, leave the man alone. Right. <laughs> Shit, let him live. Um, I don't know. Some, some of Janae things still got in my spirit. It's still sizzling in my spirit. Oh, gosh. It's still, it's, it's like, bro, like, do you know kind of, do you know what kind of music she really makes? Like, her music is literally vibes. When I want to vibe, when I want to chill out, like, when I be on the way home, I literally listen to, like, chill shit. When I'm trying to mellow out, I listen to chill shit. Most of the chill shit I listen to that's in my chill playlist is Janae. Mm-hmm. So, fuck what he's talking about. Janae is a dope-ass artist. Her music is great. Moving right along. So, and all shit, this again. Juicy Smouye. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he uh, is now facing six felony counts from his Yikes. alleged 2019 attack. Uh, actor Juicy Smouye was indicted Tuesday on six new felony charges related to an accident. I'm sorry, an alleged racist attack he reportedly lied to police about in January 2019. I feel like he's been larger than that for some reason. I don't know why it's like it's been longer than a year, but... Yeah, I mean, you kind of forgot about it. It's something you just kind of... like it's been at least like 2018. I feel like it, I think it's because it's been dragging on for so long, it feel like. Like, damn, can y'all just let the shit go? Either let it go or the rest is ass. I'm tired of it. I look he forgot about it. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like every other goddamn fucking month, we was talking about this shit. Um... Special Prosecutor Dan Webb said in a statement Wednesday that Smouye... Uh, faces six felony counts in disorderly conduct, 
charges that stem from four separate false reports that he gave to police in which he contended he was a victim of a hate crime knowing that he was not the victim of a crime. Um, the statement immediately raised questions about county prosecutors' decision to drop the charges and made it clear that those prosecutors had not adequately explained to pro special prosecutors why they did so. But Webb stressed that he had reached no conclusions about whether anyone involved in the case had engaged in any wrongdoing. So, all that to say, we finna see what's gonna happen to this nigga. So, I mean, listen. Ah, that shit too, too far removed, too far gone for us to still be saying if he did it or not. Again, last time I think I, we spoke on it, I said I really don't give a fuck now at this point because we talked about it so damn much. Mm -hmm. But whether he did it or whether he did not, um, I feel like it was, I feel like, I don't know, bro. I just feel like that would be lame as hell if he did that shit. Like, it just sound like dumb as hell. Like, why would you just do that shit out of note, like, for no reason at all? That's why I just felt like he just telling how the same girl, what's her name, Chanel West Coast, was mad at nobody didn't like her. He nah, thought that, it was, there ain't no telling. He's doing it for fucking fame. Remember that other, uh, remember that other girl, though, that girl who, um, never mind, I ain't getting to that. Moving along. <laughs> Write it down so you can tell me after the podcast. Okay. So, Uncle Snoop, he pretty much uh, posted that he had a talk with his mama. <laughs> and thank you, mama. Two wrongs don't make it right. Time to heal. Gail King, peace and love. Praying for you and your family as well as Vanessa and the kids. So Uncle Snoop apologized, and this is what he had to say. Coming at you live and direct with a message. Two wrongs don't make no right. When you're wrong, you gotta fix it. So with that being said, Gail King. I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions, me being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacted. I should have handled it way different than that. Uh, I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. So she actually accepted the apology and said that she understands the raw emotions caused by the tragic loss. She deeply apologized and said that questions she asked, the questions she asked added to the pain and that was never her intention. She said as a journalist it is sometimes challenging to balance to balance doing her job with the emotions and feelings during difficult times. She doesn't always get it perfect, but she's constantly striving to do it with compassion and integrity. Hi, Gail. Whatever. <laughs> Damn. Um, I mean, to, I mean, listen. I mean, I'm just over it. I'm just over it. I'm over. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. That's that's all the reason I say. I'm just over it. And I'm over the situation. I'm, I'm over this. I'm over Kobe. I'm over this. I didn't say I'm over Kobe. I'm just saying I'm over. Oh, it. I wasn't well, saying I know that. You not. I'm gonna say I'm over like I'm over like everybody like I'm over this like just to talk about it. Yeah, like just let it go, man. Y'all just dragging this shit on. Like let this man, this name, let his name rest. Let this topic child. rest. Like, Ooh. damn, over, Lord. right. So here's some shit that I was not expecting to hear. Um, what's the young man's name? Who? 
um, Noriega from Drink Champs. So Floyd Mayweather was on his show, and they brought up the whole T.I. and Tiny situation that happened back in 2014. Mm -hmm. And so this is what Floyd had to say. Fatburger. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fatburger. Vegas. Fatburger. And they say, you and T.I. Yes. I don't know if they say that T.I. snuffed you. I don't think I I believe that. My thing is this. Okay. My thing is this. I just tell men like this. If you feel like your woman is a trophy... She should be at home on the shelf. Period. Trophy sit on the shelf. I wasn't ready. (laughs) Fat burger. You know, a lot of times men like to check. A a man get mad at a man. Uh You know what I'm saying? When a man should be checking his better half. You know, like, like, like. My thing. You don't. You don't never see me trip. If a man, like I said before, I'm a king. I'm a king. I eat. A, I eat like I eat a feast every day. You know, a lot of times men like to check a, a man. And this is what Ti had to say. Money can't hide the sucker in you <laughs> at all. By no means, point blank. King thoughts, partner. <laughs> it's the king. Ti ain't no bitch though. So I mean, I mean, listen. I mean, first of all, his whole way of thinking is. T.I.'s or Floyd's? Floyd's. Yeah. Um, I will say that... um, I don't know, man. Floyd... Floyd... Floyd just be be quiet sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. He'll be quiet. I mean, I know he was asked or whatever, but... You know. The trophy shit. Like, what? Huh? Yeah, I thought that was a little off. A little disrespectful. Like, for what? Why? He, he that was slick. He, oh Lord, it was it's kind of funny, but I mean, you know, oh gosh, that just added more fuel to the fire. I yeah, he he annoys me, bro. I re, that's why I be wanting him to fight sometimes, so it can be one chance. It's just an extra opportunity for somebody to just catch his ass. I low key want to see what would happen, though. I ain't gonna lie. I know Florida straight. Ooh, but he be running like they ain't see be running, but he be moving, bro. Like he be. He be moving from them niggas, but he don't be wanting to fight them niggas for real. Yeah, well, isn't his hands considered lethal? I mean, most boxers are. Yeah. <laughs> most boxers are, yeah. Them motherfuckers is trained to damn, yeah. Trained to knock a nigga head off. They know how to damn hurt a nigga if they want to, for real. Well, um, this nigga damn sure hurt it. This nigga, and he got in his pockets with it. Uh-huh. Omarion. Omarion. Um, Amarion was uh, on Big Boy, uh, Big, Big Boy, Big Boy in the neighborhood or whatever, and of course, you know, anytime you're gonna be interviewed about something, especially when you're there and you've been in the public eye of some sort, in some way, they're gonna ask you about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, you're gonna be asked about it. So they pretty much asked him about his relationship with Lil Fizz, and this is what he had to say. What's your relationship with Fizz directly? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't have a relationship right. with Fizz, but I, I think, I think that, um, you know, I think that there, there should be an opportunity, you know, for us to, to talk, you know, um, one day, 
Right. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know when that is, but there should be opportunity for us to naturally and organically. Yeah. It's not forced. Yeah. You know, because it's such a question for to people. You know what right. I'm saying? So it kind of creates this, you know, layer of, you know, I don't know. Can I ask you what's your relationship with So yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, hopefully they, hopefully they get know. it together. I don't know. I mean, if they want to, cool. If not, cool, whatever. It, that's only if they like Raspy also has something to say about this. I don't know if that was Mona Scott and just them TV. You know oh, what I'm so saying? You don't even believe it to be a real thing. I mean, I don't know what it is. Okay. Because I, 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 I stayed away from it, but it did... It, it, I mean, there was something there. There was a lot going on that I didn't know about, but I know those two particular guys, since we were kids... Yeah. It was always something with some girl. Fine over a girl. Yeah, right. okay. and I remember Fizz got his solo deal first, and then he got into his solo album, and Mar got... They, they always, two always had something. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's like a competition. I don't know, maybe, maybe Fizz... I don't know, maybe Fizz wants to be a Marion. Maybe he wants to be... Uh, I don't know. I'm not taking shots at my boy. Wild. Maybe he wants to be number one. I don't know. I don't know if that was... So, he said maybe, maybe Fizz wants to be a Marion. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know Fizz had a song. I didn't either. That's why I'm like, damn, he had one first. I ain't never heard no album. Let me look on Apple Music and see if Lil Fizz had an album. That's why I said. I don't know if he did. Lil Fizz. Oh yeah, here you go. It came out. His album came out in 2000. (coughs) His album came out in 2007. (laughs) Amarion O came out in 2005. So yeah, nigga. Regardless, Amarion still dropped first. Either way, I don't know. Um, move right along in new music. No music. Justin Bieber, he dropped his album, Long Awaited Album, Return Back to Music, called Changes. Um, that featured how many songs? It contained 17 songs. Um, it featured Quavo, featured Post Malone and Clever, whoever the hell that is, featured <laughs> Lil Dicky. <laughs> It featured Travis Scott, it featured Kalani, and it featured Summer Walker. Summer Walker was on that yummy remix. Um, Did you listen? To the album? Yeah, I listened to it. I listened to it, like, that's the first thing I listened to it in the morning. Um, it was okay. It was all right. I saved a couple of songs on here. It's all right. It was okay. Um, I, I think I will still go. I'm still going on the tour, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's okay. It was all right. I mean, you know, it was nothing that was spectacular, but I mean, it's okay. Um, moving along to A Boogie with the hoodie. Didn't listen to this one at all. Again, I haven't sat down and listened to this guy. Maybe I need to. Maybe I only like him. Just like I like A Rich. Boogie, but I haven't listened to this album. Um, but, oh, damn. I've heard a couple of um, singles, though, only because of a playlist that I was under. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't listen to it. We got a couple of artists that I like. We have Young Thug on here, Roddy Rich, Gunna, The Baby. He's popular now, Brent. Lee, Uzi. This man is somebody. Okay, let me go ahead and save his, his album then. Okay. This man is somebody now. I, clearly, I see. He had an album called Artist 2.0, or it could have been a project, whatever. Y'all know how I am with that. Um, it featured, uh, it contained 20 songs. I just named the people for y'all, so. Yeah, but yeah, 20 songs. That's a lot of damn songs. Um, but yeah, I think I started out with two songs. I think I got to like Cinderella Story, which is the second song or whatever. But mm-hmm. Yeah, but moving on, I got to listen to it in its entirety. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, so Future and Drake dropped 
of the remix to Life is Good. This time it featured the baby and little baby. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to it? I did. What'd you feel about it? I liked it. It just wasn't like something that I'd want to listen to all the time, but it was it was cool. This is what I'll say. And I was I felt like this originally. I felt like when I first heard the original song, I'm like, this felt like this this felt it felt and sounded like a future song that Drake just happened to get on. It seemed like shit was already established and Drake just kind of had space or whatever or, or wrote some shit separately and then put his shit on there. It kind of felt like, it kind of felt that so way. So you think this should have been the original song? I felt like this was the original song. I feel like this I feel like because if you heard Future all shit at the beginning, I feel like that was the original song that he probably brought to Drake. Drake probably heard it and was like, and they probably were like, yo, I we can get on this. I felt so I pretty much feel like, again, this whole song was already created. Future shit was already created before Drake got it. Well, on who shit. do you like better then? I still like the first one better. Exactly. But a lot of people, a lot of my brothers, a lot of people like the second version way better. A lot of people like, yo, this is what I wanted from Future on the first shit. That whole shit at the beginning, I wanted this shit from Future at the beginning. Like they they like a lot of niggas actually like that shit. I but gotta go listen to it again to I, get that feeling. I still like the first one better. Um, the baby, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I ain't say I'm over the baby, but I'm kind of just getting tired of his flow. His flow is just. I like the baby though. I like the baby, but I'm just getting tired. I get ti- what you're saying. I'm just getting tired of his flow. Like, I still listen to his music. I see it, when the baby is featured on the shit, I know he gonna spaz. I'm just tired of his, just, I'm just tired of his flow. It's just the same. I'm sure he gonna, um, he gonna revamp his style. Uh, but Lil Baby, again. Oh, that nigga spaz now. Again, this is yet another damn song that he has spazzed on. Lil Baby killed. the hit now. He's, def- he hit. he's definitely been consistent, consistent, consistent. He Especially recently. So, yeah, he been on fire. So, I, I'm I'm really hoping that he put out another tape soon or like a, a, a some type of project. Because if he coming with that same fire he been coming on with these other songs, damn, it's going to be fire as hell. Well, um, our boys is in the news now. Yep. Migo. Of course, they back at it again. <laughs> uh, they dropped a, a project called Give No Fuck. Uh, they also dropped a video to it. They did. Um, the video was very busy. It was. So we, <laughs> Saweetie was in there on, as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Travis, uh, Travis features Travis Scott and Young Thug on here as well. So you got all three Migos, Travis Scott and Young Thug. That's his... Now, how did you feel about this song? I like it. Um, I mean, I like these are these are niggas, bro. These got Travis Scott, another one of my good favorite artists. Young Thug, favorite. This is like a a fucking song full of the favorites. So, no gas. Well, for me, both of them songs we just mentioned, Future and Migos, I heard them on my phone. So I gotta listen to it in, in the, the car. car. Okay. Cause the Migos song, I ain't even gonna lie. Right now, it ain't it for me. I mean, it ain't like one of they like main slap slap slappers like we used to with everything else with them. But it ain't left. It ain't nothing that I definitely saved it in the playlist. It's well, I'm gonna put it like this. For me, it's maybe mm-hmm. I'm saying it ain't it because I watched the video first. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my first introduction to the song. I got you. And the video, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, so you got to watch it. You know, it. So, so. yeah, just listen to the song. Damn, my neck. I yeah, I got to check out something else. Ooh. Hell yeah, that's called them early 30s. So listen. I slept on it wrong. 
conclusions with uh, YG and Kalani came out Kahoot? of the conclusion. Okay. Kind of, I thought you said collusion, but maybe. I, I ain't no telling shit. Hey, okay. I ain't no telling what I said. <laughs> Listen. Shit. Uh, so that came out. What did you think of that? Oh, this Valentine's Day weekend. I didn't care much for it, man. And then just shit. The only devil didn't care much for it. His parents were finding out a day or two later they really broke up. Yeah, that's what the funny part about it. I'm like, now y'all, listen, it seemed like anybody that make music break up together. You know what I'm saying? Except for Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. Everybody else, them niggas just break up after they make some music together. Damn, like, and I guess you could say uh, Janae and Big Sean because they hold on. Yeah, they hold with shit. They had to get a break, but yeah, they they, they hold they on together now. So yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't that big of a fan of the song. It was uh, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the song either. I, I, I could have did without it. The beat was okay. Like I, I can see myself doing like some soft little shit to the beat. But it's one of the ones I gotta listen to it again. Yeah, I no, can't just. I ain't got to. No, I do. I, I do. I got to hear it again. I at least try to give stuff a double take. But, but moving anyway, on to That's What's Up. That's What's Up. So Kanye West was out in his hometown, and he was out giving out free sneakers. Did you see that video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Hey, shout out to Ye, man. He did it for the city, man. He out here giving out free shoes. We out here. Let's go. Hey, shout out to Ye, man. That's dope. I wish I could have been out there. Got me some free out there. this guy i don't know if some of the listeners know him i think majority of our audience is 25 to like 35 you know what i'm saying yeah, going 38 i'm just saying not like the the if 18 year olds may not know omar epps but anyways he's been added to power so the spinoff the book three raising canaan they say this is a bigger rich town so yeah. I'm excited to see that because I've always loved him. If y'all don't know who Omar Epps is, he's uh, he played in Love and Basketball. That's the main thing you'll know him from. Love and Basketball. The Wood. You got Juice. You got. I'm saying you saying. I, like, I know. I know. I know. You saying they too young? They definitely don't know Juice. They got no Love and Basketball probably, and that's probably only because it's been on YouTube. Pictures, USA, yeah. UNT, well, not only that because TNT. it's been in memes and stuff, and people right. asking like. Which movie did you like best? And now they don't really know. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, what's popping off with Wendy Williams? So, there was a video that went out, like, last week, I believe. There was a stripper. She's a stripper. Nigga, Jasmine, but she's begging me to watch that. She was stripping on the pole, uh, on the top of the pole or whatever. And, you know, like, a lot of strippers, they have, like, this this trip where they slide from the top of the pole and like always to the bottom yeah, or whatever. Yeah, she slid and knocked her out. It didn't work too well for, no, it didn't knock her out. It didn't work too well for her though, but she fell from the top to all the way to the bottom of the floor, smacked her knocked face. Knocked her teeth out. <laughs> smacked, knocked, like knocked her face from the ground, fractured her, her face. Um, but she still got up, she still got up and began to twerk some more. And I, com- I commend, listen, I t- let me, look, you want to shake that woman's hand? I want to shake her hand. I want to give her at least about five ones. At least maybe ten. 
Okay, really now, hey, but, shout out to you, sister. But I know she did, like I said, announce her retirement. <laughs> she said she's done. Stop laughing. She said she's done stripping. She wants to pursue, like, you know, finishing her, her you know, getting her degree. I guess, you know, finish beauty school or whatever. So she was on Wendy Williams, and um, this is what she had to say about this. Uh, all of my injuries are internal. Um, on this side, it broke on the inside of my um, gums, and the bone popped out. Woo! And then on this side, it broke along uh, under my joint, but it's just it's on the inside, so you can't. Mm. Uh, all of my. In- <coughs> Damn. Nasty. Bone popped out. She don't want to be a free no more. She don't want to be a free no more. <laughs> don't want to be freaking. <laughs> That's funny. That song really goes with this. But, no, okay, so here's what, uh, what Wendy did for it, though. We want to give you, um, oh, where's the, uh-huh. She did with 10 racks. Okay. They always kind of got us. Okay. That's all right. But, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, so shout out to Wendy for doing something good. Um, Damn. Because she really don't, she, Wendy be bullshitting a lot of time, but I don't really fuck with Wendy until she do good with some things. Um, moving along, though, for J. Cole. So J. Cole ended up um, signing a deal with Puma. Did you see the commercial and stuff? They showed him, like, they showed a video of him, like, when he was young, playing basketball. But anyway, um, so yeah, he signed a deal with Puma. Um, so according to an announcement from Puma's global director of brand and marketing, Adam Petrick, mm-hmm. he says, our partnership with Cole is deep-rooted. Cole's involved in product creation, marketing campaigns, and cultural guidance. He's going to be a key player in many of the things we do at Puma moving forward, and we're excited to work with him, not only on a product level, but even more importantly, as one of our athletes. Cole sits at the inter- uh, at the, I'm sorry, at the, yeah, at the intersection of music and sport, and represents everything that Puma stands for as a brand. So, um, his sneaker will be called the Sky Dreamer. Um, yeah. It says That's it's a up. modified version of the Sky LX sneaker, um, which I'm sure is Roman numeral, but I'm not. I'm not doing that. Uh, that debuted in the 1980s. That has uh, the Dreamville logo on it. So I'm gonna actually look into these. Hopefully they not attacked. Look at these. What they look like. Mm-hmm. I saw the shoe. I might cop them, but I mean it just depends on how much they are. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm always down to support. You know what I mean, and especially if shit looks. That's cool. real. You know what I mean, straight up, no cap, no rap cap. What's popping off next with Zaya Wade? Zaya. Zaya. Oh, uh, what Zaya. I saw. I, I was looking at Drake. I thought I saw uh-uh. Drake. Okay, never mind. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna take it slow with this one. So Zaya, well, fuck that. I'm gonna let. D-Way speak. My wife, Gabrielle um, Union, we are we are proud. When I say proud, we are proud parents 
um, of a child in the LGBTQ plus uh, community. And we're proud allies as well. Once Zaya, 12-year-old, came home, um, and first Zion, everybody, I don't know if everyone knows, originally named Zion, Zion born um, as a boy, came home and said, hey, uh, so I want to talk to you guys. Um, you know, I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. And I want to be uh, referenced as she and her. Uh, I would love for you guys to call me Zaya. And so internally, now is our job to, one, go out and get information, to reach out to every relationship that we have. My wife reached out to everybody on the, the uh, cast of Pose. Um, we're just trying to figure out as much information we can to make sure that we give our child the best opportunity to be, you know, her best self. First of all, me and my wife, my wife got... So, so shout out. There's so much shout outs I want to say. Shout out to... I would say shout out to Zaya first for... Living her truth. Living her truth. Like, that's the one thing that you have to do. Fuck what people think people say about you or whatever the fuck. You have to live your life and live what you know is true to you. So that is the, I would say, is the biggest for me. Um, Shout out to... um, Shout out to D-Wade and Gabrielle. It's like to be able to have, you know, first of all, to like, to not, well, you know Gabrielle ain't going to be like that. But to, so many people can be toxic, and especially like black families, black, and like the black black parents, and especially like certain generations can be so toxic and when it comes to um, LGBTQ issues and matters or whatever. But, you know, to have a family that is supportive of you and, you know, is not only supportive supportive of you, but is willing to go out and seek information, seek more information, even though they're probably already somewhat kind of knowledgeable, but to go out and seek further information from friends, from people that's close to them, from professionals or whatever to make sure that you're comfortable. They do everything in their power to make sure that you're comfortable and make sure they're there for you as much as they can be has to be an amazing feeling. To know that you okay? Yeah. <laughs> to know that you have brothers that can support you at parades. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For gay day parades. Like it's it's like just to have that, you know what I mean? Just to have that support, you know what I mean? It, I'm, I'm sure it's uh, overwhelming. But he, damn. She. She. That's why I was trying to take it slow. She um, spoke on, um, well, with D. Wade. They were riding in a, um, what's this shit called? Golf cart. A golf cart together. And that's what they had to say. Judged, um, I would say, you know, don't even think about that, you know, just be true to yourself because are you really even like it's what's the point of being on this earth if you're going to try to be someone you're not? It's like you're not even living as yourself, which is like the dumbest concept to me. It's just like, you know, be true and don't really care what like the stereotypical way of like being you is. Even when people are being mean, even when, when people are getting hurt. Uh, by, because they're trying to be themselves and 
even even through that, you still want people to make sure that they live their truth? Yeah, I think, I'm, I know it can get tough, definitely. Things can be tough, definitely. But I think you push through and you be the best you. And especially, like, especially more recently, like, it's become a more accepting, even though there's, you know, obviously a lot of people out there who still are really upset, you know, more in the, like, back in their days way of mind. But I think even through hard times, just, you gotta, you gotta just push through. I mean, like, it's worth it. I feel like it's very worth it when you reach that point of, like, yourself. I'm feeling free. Yeah. I'm feeling like you. Yeah. I'm feeling like you don't have to hide. Like, you, mean, you could look in the mirror and, like, say, like, hi to yourself. Like, mm. nice to meet you. Mm. Instead of, like, mm, I don't really know who I am. Mm. It's like a full Indeed. identity crisis. Mm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So shout out to her, man. Uh, well, you going through a, a lot tonight. <laughs> you been coughing, dropping no, phones. No, my phone's dro- slippery because I ain't got the case on it. Bro, <laughs> so it keeps sliding out my hand. So with all that to say, y'all, it's time to go. Um, We've if, enjoyed if y'all. y'all. Follow us. Uh, if y'all not following us, if y'all friends are not following us, make sure they they are. And if they not listening to us, make sure that they are. Tell them to follow us. At uh, on our Instagram at Ada Podcast, Ada Podcast, A D A P O D C A S T. Follow us on our Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast. That's underscore A D A P O D C A S T. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere that there's podcasts. We're pretty much going to be there. And y'all make sure y'all be nice and hug somebody this week, no matter who it is. Yeah. And until next time, we out this thing. Bye.